right, good evening, good people, and welcome to Just Being Brothers. My name is Steve. And I'm Mike. And we're going on a live show this evening. Welcome. This is our maiden voyage out, so this is the first time we're out there doing it, so forgive us if we go a little far, a little long, a little left, a little right, but we'll wind it back and pull it back and get it right just for you. So we're going to start the evening off with the... Uh, Uvalde shooting in Texas. Um, our hearts go out to everyone who lost someone. It is such another sad tragedy in the United States. Um, senseless shootings, senseless killings, uh, young people killing young people, guns in the wrong hands. Uh, it's just doesn't make any sense. So we are sincerely saddened by this event and our hearts go out to all of you who may be connected or know someone who was involved in that shooting. But that being said, we're going to move on to what happened and how it happened. So it seems like an 18-year-old kid, it's another 18, so it's two 18-year-olds back-to-back, mm -hmm. uh, shoots his grandmother, jumps in a truck, crashes the truck and runs into a nearby school where he holds up in there for originally it was 90 minutes but now they got it down to 78 minutes inside a classroom and 78 minutes inside a classroom killing young third and fourth grade kids uh, while the police stand outside baffled confused I don't want to say untrained because I know some of them had to have had this training by now. It's a worldwide uh, defunding that everybody has to be trained on school shootings, going all the way back to Columbine, which I think is some 20 years now. Unbelievable, yeah. So everybody's been trained in this, but this group of officers stood there. And I don't want to throw stones at the police because I need them just like everybody else needs them, but I was wondering why you know, nobody made a move. When you put on that badge, when you put on that uniform, you know every day when you wake up. And the people in your family know there's a chance you may not be coming back. Everybody knows that if you're wearing a police bag, whether it be a hit by a car, a shooting, whatever the case may be, there is an opportunity, there is a chance you may not come back. And when that chance comes, when that day comes, you got to do your job. You signed up to do that, you know, uh, and you use all your training and you go in, you know, and you take your guys with you and you guys go in and you got to do it. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody had on bulletproof vests. I'm not sure if they're, if they're, if they're stopping these bullets that these guys are getting these days, but they still had on, you know, bulletproof vests. Hey, distract over here, shoot over here, something, but you can't stand outside for 78 minutes and do nothing. Uh, a nine-year-old girl on the phone calling 911, talking to a, uh, a dispatcher about what's going on. Called twice. The kid's showing more guts than the police. To call twice, lying on the floor, this may be the little girl who took blood off of another child and put it on herself to fake dead shows more intelligence than I saw from the police. Uh, but that's, you know, there's so many ways this story can go. Uh, certainly the tragedy, okay, that was experienced. Um, 
by uh, the everybody in the school. Okay, um, some of the some of the officers were breaking windows and letting children out on the other side of the building. But okay, that looked good, I guess. But none of those children were in were in immediate danger. Um, but you can go down, you know, the officers' performance. There's a story there. Uh, the mental health of the young man. There's a story there. Why an 18-year-older um, bought a gun and no one at the gun store even thought that maybe something's going on, something buying some, something on exactly on their birthday. Not a car, not going down the bar to get his first drink. Oh, by the way, because he's too young to drink in Texas, but he's old enough to buy um, automatic, uh, weapons. automatic weapons. And we need to talk about that. And 400 upside. rounds of ammunition. And okay, you're not making, hey, this is my cup at the gun store. Maybe something, maybe nothing, Mr. Police. But um, I just sold an 18-year-old two two automatic rifles and 400 rounds and 57 rounds of ammunition. Maybe something, maybe not. I just want you to look at that. His name is Salvador Ramos. Here's his address. Here's everything. So there's that. So there's so many places for mental illness to what's your responsibility to why can you buy a gun at 18, okay, but you can't drink liquor why can you you go there's all these things that are upside down that always comes out with guns win people lose guns win and the lame excuses well they have we need to have one door in and one door out that's all we need to have in these schools until there is a fire then here comes sleazy ted cruz now saying why don't we have more ways for these kids to get in and out okay so it's it's the lie or the reason as i need it why don't somebody say i know what the problem is Parents, parents are sending their kids to school and that's the problem, it's not guns. Anything, what I hear is anything to protect gun ownership and I have my reasons why. And that's to say that the kids come after the, and the families come after the guns. I'm not sure which, which amendment that was that gave them the right to arm and carry a weapon. I can't think it's I think the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, Second Amendment, that, yeah. that in your face. Second Amendment, and you know, and you know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, if you want to own a gun, you know, that's fine. But everybody can't buy a Mercedes Benz, so everybody shouldn't be able to purchase a gun. There's got to be some red tape. There's got to be a line drawn in the sand that says, "Sorry, you don't qualify." Now. I'm going to make my qualifications for purchasing a gun, and it's going to be a little tougher and hurt some people's hearts and feelings. But I say 25. I say 25. I say 25. You know, the adult brain is not even mature. Enough. And then, if anybody under 25 gets caught with an automatic, or even with ammunition to an automatic, we will now hold the gun shop owner who sold that ammunition and to that guy responsible. See, I think if you put it on the owner, if you put it on the seller, the gun shop seller for selling this stuff to people who, who are too young just because they want to make a dollar, then they won't do it anymore. And now 18 years won't be buying no gun because yeah, if he go out and shoot somebody, I'm gonna lose my license. I'm gonna get caught. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be part of the million dollar lawsuit. So I'm not gonna take. I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Guy. And if he's up to 21, yeah, still, you know, not fully grown, not thinking it. You know, too many beers. You know, break up with my girlfriend. You know, she's a teacher. I'm going to school. No, 
25, you're going to think twice. I think we all as adults think twice when we're 25, more than we thought twice when we were 18, 19, 20, and 21. Well, that's going to, that's going to, that's, that's a good move, but that's going to have, that's part of it. But the, the tough part of it, even if you're able to get that thing done across 50 states and Puerto Rico, if you're able to get all that stuff done, now, Steve, how do you get rid of all the guns that are already out there? Because now people just get themselves uh, an illegal gun. Okay, and that's where the mental, the whole mental illness. How do you get back the guns, the millions of guns? I'm sure we have more people, more guns than people in this nation. Okay, well, that's, I'm, well, you know, I, I mean, I know that's true because when I go to a gun show, I see yeah. more guns than people. So I, yeah, so I know that's a fact. So, you yeah. got, so, you, so how do you get those guns back? You know, there's a lot of things that I think people need to, to look at. You know, guns, gun safety. You know, I can't sell you a gun unless I sell you a gun case. Or you can show me that you have. Well, a gun I don't. Case. I don't really think that I'm you need to collect system. the guns back, because a gun's not going to do nothing later. That's it, true. Uh, it's not going to do nothing but lay there and be in a case locked up. Then the person, exactly. he, aka the person, will come along and then make the gun a tool of, of, of life and death, and then that's where the, it comes in. So I don't think we need to collect the guns. I think we need to be able to hold people responsible to the T, to the I, with the dot over the top of it. You are responsible because A, B, C, and D. Oh, you forgot about E. Yeah, E, you didn't sign it twice. You only signed it once. So it's not even it's not even legal because you didn't only sign it one time. You forgot to sign the other one. So you really, it's not even legal. So you just have to hold people responsible and you have to also make the penalty for these people stiff. You know, you can't, you know, if a guy sells somebody a gun and go and kill somebody, you can't give him two years for selling the gun. No, 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 no. Because that, what does that say? You know, you know he'll be out of there, you know, that's a federal crime. Uh, you know, be out there in 19 months, 16 months, 18 months, 15 months. No. You make it a five-year automatic, automatic five-year sentence. Automatic five-year sentence, losing your license to sell guns, losing your business, and everything else you're going to lose because you sold a gun to somebody went out and they committed a mass murder with it. So when you hold these gun sellers, even the gun show people, they have paperwork they got to fill out too. When you sell, when these people sell these guns, these automatic weapons, these machine guns, and these and these and these 400 rounds, then you're responsible. Now, on the flip side. You can sell a guy 200 rounds because maybe he wants to go out and shoot. Okay, he can sell 200 rounds, but he can't get another 200 rounds for six months. Or, or, or some predetermined date. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. That, that's another thought. It's, it's, it's that it's somehow people want to limit every, I mean, they're working like hell to limit the right to vote for people. Working like mad to redistrict and... Uh, chop up districts so the votes come out a certain way, the, whatever the political leaning of the state is. But no one wants to touch the pristine Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, you know, and many people who are all caught up in this refuse to either don't know or refuse to own up to the history. It was not designed as that you can have a weapon to protect your house, to protect yourself. Everybody already had those when this was done. 
Okay, this this was done in the in the 1700s, the 18th century, when everybody had guns. Guns were a way of life. It's how you fed your family, how you protected your home. That that Second Amendment was to protect yourself against the government right. having guns. Yeah. Okay. So you would never have what they had before. We just got out of enough. We just got to uh, getting our freedom. We didn't want the government oppressing us. Right. Right. So, what do we do? Well, I, you know, we all know where it's going to end. Where it's going to end up at? It's going to end up on some Senate floor with some old guys. Voting, voting against any type of uh, regulations that would control guns. We know that's what's going to happen. You know, it's not until the owners or the makers of the guns, you know, even the people that make the guns can make the people that they sell the guns to responsible because they don't want the lawsuits either. You know, so if, if, if I'm making guns and I'm selling them to Billy Bob or, or Sydney. And and Sydney sells them to the wrong person, then I'm going to be responsible too. So they're going to have to figure it upon themselves to find a way. It's like, okay, Billy Bob, I'm selling you guns, but if any of these guns I sell you fall into a hands of somebody, shoot somebody, right? I'm selling you too. Yeah, you, I mean, you know? it worked with liquor. I mean, bars now will cut a guy off. Uh, my uh, and Steve, you were there. My my son was uh, married about six months ago, and we went to a fantastic wedding, and and my grandson was there. And uh, open bar, he's 21 years old and had a few too many. When we went up there, his dad, my son, uh, we went up and said, you know, we need to cut this guy off. Don't give him any. And he said, we haven't, the last three times he came up here, we gave him tonic water. Okay. <laughs> they, they knew what was going on. They didn't tell him. No. Hey, so drunk, he didn't even know. It was one of those first times ever been drunk. A lesson learned. But those guys took respect. Oh, and they, no, no, he got tonic water the last three times he's up here. Okay, we knew there was they any any decent bartender knows somebody's eyes get kind of glazed, somebody's mouth get a little slurry, you know. We, that's our job, and because bars don't want to be held, we you got a great big bar and restaurant and dining room, and uh, steakhouse. Yeah, you know, I don't want my I don't want that in the middle of a lawsuit. No, you don't want to be caught up in that. You, you know? know, so yeah, that it certainly worked with 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 the drinking negligence. You know, when people protested that it's a person's right to drink, you know. Well, maybe your yeah. rights end where where my rights begin. Yeah. So if you're exercising your right to swing your fist, it stops where my jaw begins. So that's what we're talking about: um, uh, gun control, gun laws. You know these crazy shootings that these young people are pulling off. Mental health is a very, very, very debatable topic. Um, I think this guy dropped out of school uh, when he was 17. I don't know if he was a senior or a junior, living with his grandmother, uh, waiting to turn 18 because she's probably telling him, no, 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 you can't do this, you can't do that. And that, so was, he, that, was, that was part of it, yeah. Yeah, and so he turned 18, now you can't tell me nothing. Um, so mental health is in there, in between the underlining factor, a lot of these things. Um, you know, and it goes back to the, you know, to the gun seller, show me that you're not, you're not, you're not, a, you don't have a mental health issue. All right. Show me that. I, mean, I guess, you know, and that's not just for the 18 year olds. That's anybody that comes anybody, in there. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to have some kind of medical uh, excuse 
or medical, what's the word I'm looking for? You're going to have to have a doctor's prescription that says, yes. It's a medical exemption of some sort. Yeah, that says that, okay, I'm good enough to, you know, to, to buy a gun. You know, and you just get a little card, you've got an exemption on it, you purchase the gun, you put out your license, you put out your medical exemption card, and you can get a gun. All right, but if you don't have one of those, you can't purchase a gun. Well, the tough part about the whole gun thing is, and I, I, I'll use this term here, I guess we're, we're streaming without on broadcast. Many times I think in America, for some men, guns are what I call a penis extender, okay? What does that mean? Um, I'm more of a man, I'm more of a male when I got my gun. I'm bigger, I'm tougher, I'm faster. Without it, I'm, like, I'm less than. And I think a lot of, that's what guns have become, a way to really prove you're a man, okay? Um, people taking their kids out, uh, to the range, you know, at, at 9, 10, 11 years. Yeah, but I don't think it started out that way. I don't think guns started out that way. I think nope. guns started out as hunting, yep. protection from intruders. You know, if you go back to the 1670s and 1800s, if you want to eat, you got to be able to shoot something and kill it. If somebody is attacking you, you got to be able to defend your family. So I don't think it really started out that way. I think nope. they were used in the correct way for defense and for feeding the family. That's the way they were when the Second Amendment was written. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably why it was written that way. But since then, it has turned into that description that I won't repeat, um, uh, extender. Yeah, it has kind of turned into that, you know, you know, little macho, I'm a macho man, you know. Um, I remember when I was in high school, you know, and I went to a fairly troubled school, I'll just say, and we had a lot of fist fights, but we never had a gun. Right, a guy with a knife was a dangerous guy. Yeah, there was. It might have been some guy with a knife, but they never used them. It always started off with fists, and it never went to knives. Right. And, you know, and then usually after the fight, the two guys end up being best friends for the rest of their life. You know. Yep. But um, but if I can't fight, or I need an advantage, I can now uh, purchase a gun just down the street, around the corner, in the alley after nine o'clock. Yep. You know, for a couple hundred dollars, you know. So, uh, it's it's an issue. You know, I don't think you can get all the guns back. Everybody's not going to just voluntarily give their guns back. Nope. You know, uh, you know, protection of my house. You know, I, I need that. Yep. You know, you know, I, God forbid somebody come breaking in the house and they got a gun and I don't have one. Exactly. I can't protect my family. I can't protect my grandkids. The, the, the sell that's being done by the Republicans is they want to take your guns away. Well, not really, but if you got like 200, we may want to take 100 away, okay? But yeah. no, but they want to take your guns totally away. Uh, I'm, from, I'm for gun control. I'm not for people not being able to arm themselves. Yeah. I, the, the world, we know the world's got evil out there. And yes, we know that people who own guns, many times the gun is used uh, to um, harm people that you don't intend to. Uh, but that's not the case most of the time. And, you know, we, the other thing that, that we talk about, even though we get all up upset, no, and of course they're concentrating on school safety, when that's not the issue, they've, they've deflected it over to school safety. It's not the issue because in Buffalo, it wasn't a school. What are you going to do? Supermarket safety next? All right. You got to have a best on to go to the supermarket. It's not those things, it's the guns. But, but they've been cleverly able to deflect it over to something other than the guns because of the strain, the strong lobby of Wayne LaPierre and, and the people at uh, NRA. But the thing that, that we have to also look at, there's a whole lot of other people getting shot that aren't getting killed in mass shootings 
every day. Okay, so yeah, we get all up in arms over 15, 20, 25 people as we should be outraged. But also I guarantee you on that day, two or three people were shot in bars, two o'clock in the morning, uh, road rage. It was more than two or three, probably across the country, probably about another 150. Okay, but I'm just saying a given time, but exactly. Mm -hmm. So even though we get all upset and we go, oh, wow, no mass shootings today, that doesn't mean 150 or 200 more people weren't shot by a pistol, okay, for maybe no reason. Like I said, road rage, breaking and entering, drive-bys, drive-bys, okay. So even when we, yeah, you guys can go ahead and concentrate on supermarket safety, the guns for them, school safety, still doesn't get away from the fact that guns are still out there. And sometimes they kill 19 people at a time. Okay, sometimes they kill 19 people at one time, and sometimes they kill 19 people one at a time. Okay, either way, it's still a gun issue. Not a school issue, not a school safety issue, not a supermarket issue. It's a gun issue. So what we're just basically trying to figure out is, you know, how are we gonna fix it? It's gotta be fixed. Now, can't be next year, can't be next president, it needs to go now. There are so many copycat people around you know that you know have no value for life have no morals so they you know they think that you know hey i can i can survive in a prison for the next 60 years well you know you know unfortunately you can't you're not gonna make it all right but we got to find a way to, you know to get these guns out of these people's hands and Basically, it's a mental health issue, but it's not a mental health as much as it is for the shooter, as it's a mental health issue for the people who are voting. They need to get their mental minds correct and start seeing the big picture, and therefore, they will vote the correct way, whatever they decide to do, and get their mental minds correct, because they just can't keep ignoring this. It's a call, but say you say mental, and I see what you're saying, but it's also a cultural thing. For some of these people saying less guns uh, in America is almost like saying, you know, we can only have Thanksgiving every other year. Okay, if you ever pull that off, I think people would fight probably far harder for the guns. But right now it's deeply oh, no doubt. a part of their day-to-day, -day, okay, across social, racial, et cetera, lines. It's a part, of, but more on some uh, maybe demographic than other. It's a part of their day to day, and to tell them they can't have it is almost they feel like it's depriving them of, of food and water. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, this is our maiden voyage out this evening. We're looking to uh, get some phone calls. Tell them who we are. Oh, we're uh, just being brothers. Mm -hmm. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. And we're on here doing our maiden voyage of our podcast. We are real brothers. We're, we're related. I'm the older brother. Yeah. He's the good looking one. I'm the smart one. That's, you know what, they, that's what everybody keeps saying, but I just don't see it. I just <laughs> don't see it. Maybe later on we'll get you guys as we get ourselves up and running a chance to take a look at it. So we have a little contest and say who's better. I might end up being the best looking one and the smartest one too now that I think about it. Yeah. So going forward, we're going to be able, you're going to be able to call us. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be able to email us, mm -hmm. and maybe you're gonna be able to zoom us. So um, and you're gonna be able to subscribe. So uh, pay attention, hang around. Uh, the topics will get more and more interesting. We'll have some funny ones. We'll tell some stories. We'll tell mm -hmm. some jokes, mm -hmm. and we'll keep it live. And we're inviting you to come back and 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 uh, sit with us again as we talk through our thirty-minute program. Mm -hmm. All right. And with that, I'm gonna wrap it up and say, see you later, my brother. See you later, uh, little brother. And uh, stay tuned. Tell all your friends. 
hit that subscribe button, which I think is on the bottom, and uh, we'll talk to you the next time. Make sure we get our loud music. Yeah, that's what I was looking for.